Hi everyone! Welcome to a new episode of Cosmos with Cosmos. As always, I'm Fat Mike. I'm Liz. And, and today we're talking about, what are we talking about? We're talking about rainbow astronomers and physicists and scientists. LGBTQ in space! Yes, that's what we are talking about today. Move our mic away. I don't know, we might be blowing out the mic a little bit yeah. based on our audio levels. Yeah, well, I'm a bit excited, so... And I'm, I'm leaning into the mic a little um, bit. I, I would like to address, though, since uh, for uh, anybody who would be listening just on the podcast version and not understanding the fat mic reference, uh, Mike is currently wearing a rainbow mohawk wig. Um, and so he feels like uh, Fat Mike from No Effects is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, uh, you'll notice that... Uh, we're we're missing somebody. Uh, Smeagol has made it, of course, as always. Smeagol never misses an episode. Um, however, Brandon is not here today. He He's is traveling in the air as we speak. Uh, Hopefully, so, knock on wood. So he uh, he he sends all his. His pride love yes. from the flight that he's on. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, at 3,500 uh, feet above the surface of the Earth, and uh, a little bit less than the satellites that we talked about a couple weeks ago. But um, uh, but yeah, he, he unfortunately is uh, in the air and on his way home. So, so uh, pride, pride, pride. Let's start it off with uh, we got to do our drinks and then smoothies, and then we can get into what we're talking about. All right. So, Liz, what are you drinking? Oh, uh, which one do I do first? Whichever ones you want. Okay. Um, well, uh, my main drink uh, today is some uh, pride wine. That's all I'm calling it. Pride wine. Uh, it's by House Wine. Uh, it's basically uh, some uh, pride rosé. In a can, so yes, uh, we got that, um, and then a secondary drink that we're gonna do. We want to? Are we saving this for uh, our first drink reference, or are we just gonna drink this? Let's well, just drink it. Now. Okay, this is called a Bifrost, um, and it is things in a glass <laughs> that Mike made. It is. Um, uh, it is. Okay, so it's a combination of um, cherry. Cherry punch, no, cherry milk, cherry rum milk punch. There we go. Too many words. Cherry rum so cherry milk rum punch. So it has milk. cherry rum, milk, half and half, sugar, has um, some vanilla extract in it. And to give it that nice uh, kind of pinkish color, um, we add some red food coloring um, to it. And that is on top. But on the bottom, um, to give the appearance of the... Uh, uh, the buy flag, we have uh, blue uh, curacao on the bottom. Yes. And we're going to... Cheers. All right. Don't worry. I don't know how well this is going to go, but... All right. So cheers, everybody. Mm. Oh, Mom's eating some rainbow uh, gummy worms. Nice. Uh, Ron says, drink in the rainbow, or drink in the rainbow road, don't fall off. Oh, oh, Ron. Yes. We fall off a lot on that road. Yeah, just wait till they hang out. All right, your drink, your main drink. Um, and this one is, um, by the way, Liz and I are both sharing. Um, we all have the same drinks, so we both have the same drinks. So this is, um, this has been on the pod before, but this is, um, this is the Rainbow Astronomer, and it has. Uh, I did a much better job 
um, dividing the colors this time. But um, we have blue curacao on top. We have a orange juice coconut rum in the middle. Uh, though we did entertain the idea of doing a strawberry. It's a dragonberry. Strawberry dragon, dragon fruit. Dragon fruit strawberry rum, which uh, we did consider about uh, being in the orange juice portion. And then grenadine on the bottom. So, so cheers, everybody. Those cheers. are our drinks. All right, let's go over some social media. Oh, is that what we're doing? Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we're going to get through all this oh, stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, so follow us on all the uh, all the social things, Twitter, uh, which is at Drinking Cosmos, and, of course, on Instagram, which is Cosmos Cosmos. Um, follow us, rate us, subscribe to us, all that kind of good fun stuff. Um, don't forget to to like our stuff on the, uh, on the YouTubes, and... Um, you know, just tell the social media world how, how great we are, basically, is what it is. Uh, and Ron's ha Ron has beer. Beer. Yes. Um, we, do have, we do have some rules. Yes. As always, if a, one of our dogs barks, then uh, please take a drink. We are not expecting any, any packages today, so um, all should be quiet, which means it won't be. Uh, any Star Wars reference and any Lord of the Rings reference. Um, drink. With uh, with Brandon thirty five hundred feet up above the you, above the ground, you think right there'll now. be less Lord of the Rings references. Well, we might not have many, but uh, as many, it's, maybe, maybe. Okay, we'll see. we'll see what you can do. We'll, we'll see, see what you can do. We'll see, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so let's get started. So um, it is Pride Month. It is the end of Pride Month, at yeah. least here in the U.S. Yeah. Um, June is um, um, Pride Month. Uh, LGBTQ um, plus Pride Month here in the U.S. Um, September has has Bi Pride, but um, yeah, we have our own month. Um, and so we thought that we would um, take a little bit of time and talk about um, some of our rainbow astronomers and physicists and basically members of the family um, that are contributing to our understanding of the universe. Mm -hmm. um, and you know there have been there have been a lot in history, but the thing is with with astronomy, when you you know publish the results of your study of a supernova mm -hmm. or something, mm -hmm. you know it's not really um, any place in in the paper where you can say, "Hey, I'm LGBTQ plus." <laughs> Let's talk supernovas. So, um, in particular, this supernova. Um, and so it doesn't really come out, um, but... Uh, uh, pun intended? Okay, pun intended. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, but you know what? Even though LGBTQ tend to be kind of invisible in, in the sciences world... Well, uh, the majority of the light spectrum is uh, invisible to our eyes. That is true. That is true. Um, <laughs> they're there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're and, and they're contributing, mm -hmm. and we've had um, quite a few scientists over over history, and one that I found um, kind of interesting was uh, Sir Francis Bacon. Sir Francis Bacon. Yeah, a long time ago. Wow. Uh, <laughs> he okay. invented bacon. <laughs> That's all he's known for is bacon. <laughs> um, <laughs> Six no, degrees but, of Sir Fran Francis Bacon. <laughs> um, but he is considered the father of the scientific method, which I did not know. I didn't know that. Yeah, really? I didn't know that either. I thought um, he was just like a uh, like an explorer. He circumnavigated. He circumnavigate. And that type of like, thing. Well, what do you but, do? I don't remember. 
Um, yeah, things like that. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, he had he had a lot of gentlemen waiters at his estate. Oh wow! Well. <laughs> yeah. I see. In fact, most Mr. of them Bacon. were gentlemen waiters. All right. Um, and actually, some letters back and forth between his mom and his brother um, impl- um, made the implication that uh, that that he was gay. Um, so, okay, Where, uh, was there any indication in the the letters on like the level of support from family? Or? Uh, n- uh, not from what I read. Oh, okay. So, it, it, it there probably wasn't a lot of support. Well, I mean, yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> um, and um, there was. One particular waiter, the gentleman waiter, that apparently uh, had caught his eye, and um, I, I believe his name was Sir Toby Matthew. Oh. And um, he was the inspiration for a. Wait, wait, wait. These gentlemen waiters, are they actually waiters, or is that like a. Just oh, a I'm sure it's wait staff. Okay, okay. But he's a sir? Well, but I guess there was, I guess, oh, that's an honorific, though, isn't yeah. it? It's not like a knighted sir. No, uh, no, what definitely went a knight on. Well, that's, I, I can't say that, but, okay. um, <laughs> but anyway, um, wow. yeah, in fact, he was the inspiration for Bacon's On Friendship essay. Oh, that so, sounds fun. Yeah, and so, throughout, um, throughout history, um, there have been a lot of LGBTQ plus um, people in the sciences. Um, and I think the probably the most famous one, <laughs> the most famous one is, is Alan Turing, right? And oh yes. The world war two codebreaker. Yeah. The, um, the enigma, the... um, broke the enigma machine. Yeah. And, uh, the inspiration for, um, uh, was it the imitation game? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, was about him? With a Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. Yes. Yes, and so, um, and you know, um, in the 1950s, the 40s and 50s, actually before then, uh, being gay was illegal. Yeah. Yeah, and so, um, and while Alan Turing's story is probably the most famous for people, it's also um, probably one of the saddest as well. Oh, yeah, he's like fired or he was... Well, no, he wasn't fired, um, but what, what happened was... Um, he was brought up on charges of indecency because he was gay. Um, and the thing is, is like, I don't, I don't, he didn't hide it. Um, he didn't hide it with the people that he worked with. Um, and, and that type of thing, but, um, indecency charges were brought up against him and he was basically, um, what is it? It's like chemically castrated or oh, something. Oh, right. That's and, right. Oh, that's just... Horrific. Yeah, and so I mean, basically, two years later, he committed suicide. Wow. And you know, the thing is, is um, he basically, I, I don't know, he's kind of like the father of computers. Um, yeah. And so I mean, we use stuff that he was thinking about, you know, sixty plus years ago, almost sixty yeah. years ago, um, and um, so very, very sad story. Um, Sally Ride. Sally Ride. Sally Ride. First American woman in space. I, I, was always, I always like to say, like, she rode on into space. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was, uh, she, she went up uh, in, in, in June 
1983. So I think it was, uh, if I remember right, June 18th, okay. 1983. All right. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, a month from your birthday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes, a third human in space uh, uh, from Mr. Ron Proctor, um, but the first American woman. In space. Yes. Because the Soviets beat us to the punch. Uh, <laughs> um, and, yeah, and I don't think she ever publicly came out. No. It was after her it, death. Yeah, it was after her death and her partner. Um, Cam O'Shaughnessy? O'Shaughnessy? O'Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy? Yeah. yeah. Very, very Irish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or is it Scottish? It's very, very. De- it's definitely Irish. Yeah. Very. O- o- O'Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy. Tam. Tam. Uh, that's that's a uh, uh, one of uh, well, my mom's horses. Tam O'Shantner. Okay. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to compare uh, her to a horse. Well, but, I'm not comparing her to a horse. <laughs> um, um, but I did when I was doing research. I did. I did think. Oh. Um, Liz's mom had a horse. <laughs> Tam. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sally Ride. Yeah. Well, her, and she she's done a lot of stuff. She's known primarily for being an astronaut, but she had she was a, a professor. Um, and in Sally Ride Science. And Sally Ride Science, she's done a whole whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of contributions. Yeah, um, and Sally Ride Science is still going on. Um, her partner Tam has has taken it over since um, uh, Sally Ride's death. My mom says Tam is a gorgeous horse, so... But still. <laughs> direct all mail um, to Karen. So, um, let, let's actually, let's talk about, you know, people that are that are currently living. Well, well hold on. I, I think we should talk about Frank Kameny. Oh, yeah, okay. Or yes. uh, Kameny, I don't know. I had a say names. Yeah, um, so so Frank Kameny um in the 50s, he um he had gotten a job um with the US Army Corps of Mapping. Yeah. Um it yeah. was the US Army. Um and um they brought up homosexuality charges on him and um he he refused to participate in the in the questioning. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And they fired him. And, and then he became a barred from ever holding a, a government job. Yes, and he took it to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it was the first um, sexual orientation um, uh, case to go mm-hmm. before the mm-hmm. Supreme, Supreme mm-hmm. Court, and he lost. Um, however, he became a, um, a huge gay rights act. act Activist. And he coined the phrase "gay is good." Gay is good. Gay yes, is good. I was about ready to say, yeah. What was the specific work he was doing in astronomy? Because uh, he was doing something in astronomy, and then he got hired with the U.S. Army. Yeah, um, he. Oh man, I can't yeah, remember. I, I can't remember what he what he was working on here. Um, let me see. Okay, here, let me pull it up because I was. I think it was like um, stellar spectra. Uh. Yeah, he took, uh, it was photometric studies of variable stars. He took over 500 observations of yellow semi-regular variables and RV Tauri stars. Nice. And who was he, um, who did he work under originally? Um, I can't remember. Earned his a PhD in astronomy from Harvard in 56. Oh, he studied under um, stellar astronomer Cecilia Payne Gaposchkin. Yeah, so famous. He studied under a woman. 
Yes, indeed. So, um, back when, and still, still today, but even more so back then when women did not get the respect that they deserved mm-hmm. in, um, in astronomy, <laughs> Henrietta Leavitt, Vera Rubin, mm-hmm. should have gotten a Nobel Prize, mm-hmm. God damn mm-hmm. it. We should make a drinking rule every time you bring up Vera Rubin. <laughs> <laughs> we might get drunk on those episodes. Yeah. She deserved it. She yeah. truly deserved it. Not only, not only were, hey, hey, look, there, there's a lot in the world that needs to be fixed. Um, and just in, you know, the science community, and just like the rest of humanity, has a very checkered past. Mm-hmm. Um, the science people got fired just for the people that they loved. People. Yeah. People did not receive the recognition that they deserved because they have a vagina. And let's just be honest about it. Yeah. Um, and was it Crick and Watson got credit for discovering DNA when it was actually, um, I don't remember her name. And I guess that probably is the, the point. <laughs> the point. <laughs> um, but she's the one. Who figured out that it's a, it's a double helix? And then mm-hmm. Crick and Watson were like, hey, it's a double helix. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Ron says that uh, Cecilia was one of Pickering's human computers. Oh, wow. Okay. And then my mom says both Aristotle and Socrates were gay. And Plato. Well, Greeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the Greeks had a lot more fluid definition on, uh, on... sexuality. Uh... Yeah. Um, they completely did. Then, then, then we, anyway, um, there's a, there's a lot of, I mean, you know, your, your intelligence, um, and your capabilities and your passions are irrelevant to, you know, who you love, what you like, color of your skin, your gender, whatever, yeah. you know. And so um, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about in a little bit about why representation is is important. But let's let's go on to some uh, today's some of today's LGBTQ contributions. Yeah. And, and doing the research for some of this, um, I, I discovered some really um, cool stuff now here now. I think everybody knows that listens to the podcast knows that, you know, the three of us, um, well, when Brandon's here, <laughs> um, and some of those, that, uh, some that actually are listening and, and are friends of the pod, um, we, we come out of the planetarium field and Wait, what I know, right? That is how we all met. <laughs> um, and you know, the, the planetarium field um, has has a lot of LGBTQ people in it. It's a creative field. It has, um, you know, people that are bringing in art and science together. It, it, the planetarium is where art and science meet um, and is presented to the public. So we have kind of a, a larger LGBTQ plus, um, you know, demographic in, in our community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In fact, can I just uh, caveat away for, I don't know, that's not the right use of the word caveat, but um, segue away just for a second because sure. uh, because you blo- brought up planetarium field. 
Uh, and so I was, when we were preparing... In the back of my mind, I was thinking about Were you thinking about Okay. Uh, when we were preparing for the show, I found, like, this article online. Uh, just, it's on, like, Thrillist, so uh, I don't know the, the reputableness of Thrillist. But um, there's an article that came out last year that says, that is titled Space is Gay, and it has an important lesson for us. Um, so uh, you can Google that. It's a, it's a good read as using the cosmos as a model of inclusivity. Um, but it talks about um, uh, a, um, a PhD student, I don't know if he's still a, a student or, or not since it came out a year ago, but his name is Kashan Ivory, um, and he's uh, in the Fisk Vanderbilt Master's to PhD Bridge Program, and so uh, getting a... Um, uh, I see what his degree's going to be in. It might be physics. Uh, but he wants to, uh, after he finishes, uh, be a planetarium director, uh, which I think is super cool because a lot of people that are getting higher level astronomy degrees, I mean, they're doing it to be in research and and yeah. all that. But um, he wants to be in the planetarium field. Um, and he basically thought about what he really liked about space, which was the colors and the imagery and um, the best way then to present that image to the public and use his specialized background is in the planetarium field, which I think is fantastic because it mm -hmm. really is that uh, the planetarium is a really good bridge between that, you know, the, 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 the science language of astronomy and the, the public's understanding, communication that communication to the, to the public and just making it accessible for all, you yes. know. Um, and space should be accessible for law, all and astronomy in general, you know, it does show that, you know, a wide variety of human beings, you know, are involved in it and have made fantastic contributions. Mm -hmm. So that's my segue back into who's current, what we're going to talk about with the current people okay i do want to um prior to i'm sorry you can take the wig off yeah it is a little, I, no, I, i'm gonna leave it on really i'm gonna leave it on okay i'm um, surprised you lasted this long for the hangout it'll probably be off. <laughs> hangover yeah the hangover yes um i um i do want to in all seriousness i do want to say this okay um the people that we will mention now um they at least as far as I know, we're living. So Okay. <laughs> um, so, um, in all seriousness, you never out anybody. So all of these people have already come out um, in one fashion or another. Mm -hmm. um, if, for whatever reason, that you find out somebody is a member of the LGBT, LGBTQ community, um, if they have not come out publicly, you do not out them. It is the shittiest fucking thing that you can ever do um, to out somebody, um, it is up to the person, um, to out themselves. And so I do want to say that all of these people have, are, are out publicly. Um, and so, yeah, in fact, there is, um, there is a, um, a website that is called, uh, it's like 500, um, uh, 500 queer scientists, um, and, uh, it's basically, uh, where, where queer scientists can go and they can put their bio on and just kind of 
say, yeah. hey, I'm in this community, um, and yeah, so, yeah, so it's like a directory almost, yeah, like, of kind of the. <laughs> of rainbow astronomers. Uh, it's a rainbow physicists. directory. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, there's 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 a few of them. LGBTQphysicist.org has an outlist and and all that. And so, um, it, if I ever hear that you have out outed somebody, when um, yeah, then Uh-oh. I am gonna hate you forever. But anyway, um, and so what was really cool about about this list is, like, I'm looking at the list and I'm go. Oh yeah, you know these people are in the planetarium field. Um, some of them are in the planet. Luciana uh, Walkowitz at Adler. Um, um, what does she do? She, well, um, um, she's non-binary, so I'm not really quite sure what their pronouns are. So I guess I'll just use their. Oh, okay. Them and yeah. they. Um, but they uh, take a look at um, stellar magnetic activity and. And I left it off the notes, but how that impacts um, potential alien life. And so if you have really strong magnetic fields from a star, how does that impact things? And what's interesting is that um, they look at, um, you know, small dwarf stars, which are very active as far as like, um, you know, flares and stuff Uh like that. So they're very magnetically active. Um, and what kind of implications that might have with life. And she Ooh, and they, they're associated with um, the Kepler Space Telescope, so the Kepler mission. Um, may Kepler live in, uh, live in peace, rest in peace now, um, and all that. And so, and also in the planetarium field um, is Rebecca Oppenheimer, um, a uh, transgender um, astronomer at the American Museum of Natural oh, History. Okay. Where the Hayden Planetarium Yes, where the Hayden Planetarium in New York City is located. And they are the, um, they're one of the astronomy chairs at American Museum of Natural History. Oh, that's cool. And and she's written just tons of, uh, tons of astronomy papers and all that. That's amazing. Uh, Ron Ron says he keeps a 3D printed human skull on his desk at school. it's a conversation piece for discussing human differences without skin or face. We're hard to tell apart regardless of race, gender, et cetera, which is, which is, which is exactly true. I mean, yes. you know, strip off, you know, all this and we're all the same. Yes. We're made of the same stuff. Yeah. What, what I always liked seeing was um, uh, on the internet, there'll be like a meme every once in a while where it is just skeletons mm-hmm. <laughs> and it goes and they, they they're they're all the same, right? But yeah. it'll say like African American, you know, gay person, all this kind of stuff. And the point is, we're all, we're the, all same. the same. We're all the same. We just have, you know, you know, different genetic differences. You know, different. We've been born in a in a different way. You know, mentally, you know, physically, whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we're all human beings. So let's love one another. <laughs> God, yeah. why is it so know, hard? Right? Jeez. Oh, God. Well, the world would be a such a better place. Um, Andrew Chow? Chow? Um, I can butcher his last name, I'm sure. Apologies ahead of time. Yeah, he's not listening. Name. But anyway, he was part of the team that took the first black hole picture. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. The Event Horizon Telescope? The Event Horizon Telescope. Oh, wow. He was part of that. Um, and um, James Pollock. First grad student, Carl Sagan, um, works with, um, he worked on Mariner 9, Viking, Voyager, 
on the Voyagers, I should say, Galileo. And yeah. he, um, he, what was it? It was like, um, uh, he came out as gay, or the school found out he was gay, or something happened. But and then, and then Sagan advocated for him. Um, we need more of that. Yeah, just we need just, more of that. Just prof- people in authority, like professors, pro- professors, <laughs> you know, advocating for the student. In fact, I. Uh, where did I, I read it or saw it on, um, oh, I, I think I was reading it in an article and it was like, um, it was a professor and, uh, he basically, when he meets his students for the first time, the first question is he asks is how do you want to be addressed? What's your oh. pronoun? Yes. So that it just opens that door of, of this is okay, and this is a normal thing that is okay to ask somebody so that you are addressing them correctly, you know? Um, yeah, and that they feel included. And that they feel then included, like, oh, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I can be, I can be myself. Yeah. Um, I, I can be who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's, yeah, that is so important. And so, speaking of importance, why don't we talk about, um, because there's so many... There's so many LGBTQ physicists and astronomers um, in the world that have contributed so much to our knowledge of the universe, mm-hmm. and so so we're there. We're here. We're there. Um, and um, and I, I think, what, speaking of importance, that we should spend a few minutes just talking about the importance of representation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because one of the things. You know, if you if you talk to, so I I think like a lot of people on the right side of the conservative spectrum. I mean, on the political spectrum. So conservative. The right side of the conservative spectrum. Yes, on the on the right side of the political perspective. Um, they they talk about how there's too much, you know, gayness. In films and in TV shows, um, but you know what? It's a, it's a representation of people. Um, too much gayness. It's been white gayness. and straight since the beginning of media. I know exactly. White, straight, and male. Yeah, that that's the way it has been. White, straight, and male. Yeah, and um, that's what this country was founded on. If you are white, straight, and male, congratulations. Um, you have the privilege of ruling the world and everybody else. You did it. Yes, you did it by virtue yeah. of not doing a goddamn thing. Um, <laughs> so your parents did it for you. Um, so representation, it matters. Mm-hmm. And I think for people just in the everyday world, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about, you know, a 13-year-old, mm-hmm. a preteen maybe, that's just coming into realizing that um, they might like somebody of the same sex and having to to navigate that world. Mm -hmm. Um, Like in the 80s, you would have never seen that um, in like on the on in TV shows or in movies. Um, you, You had it in music, though. Um, mm-hmm. with, um... George Michael? 
Yeah, with George Michael oh, and, and even Boy George. Boy George. Oh, I was thinking Boy George. Yeah, even <laughs> even Boy George and um, his androgynous, um, you know, nature mm -hmm. um, in the eighties with Culture Club. A David Bowie. <laughs> yeah, but you know, even David Bowie would not talk about it much. Mm -hmm. um, but even even when they're starting to come out in music. Mm -hmm. Um, in the 80s, they were, oh, this is Boy George, Boy George, oh, he probably likes guys, oh, man, he, he's a, he's a deviant, you know, and that, and that type of thing. Um, it, it it's only very recently mm -hmm. that you have, mm -hmm. uh, LGBTQ that are seen in movies and on TV, and the reason why that is important is because, um, the preteens, Mm -hmm. They can see that on TV and go, hey, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm, I see myself. Yeah. And they can also, you know, especially when you have contributions like um, uh, uh, Astro Katie, Kate, Katie Mack, who um, does a whole lot of great um, astronomical work. Um, and so she is out there in, in the media and people can see, can see her. Um, her is kind of, she's almost like, I would say like a pop culture, um, she's a figure in mm -hmm. science. Um, she's that kind of prevalent. Social media. Social yeah. media has, has done a lot, uh, um, um, for, for me and, and my, um, sort of example of of how representation does matter is um, growing up and as a young teen watching shows like Xeno Warrior Princess and Buffy the Vampire Slayer and seeing these strong female figures mm -hmm. who were badass and taking charge, you know, yep. and it was like, it, it didn't hit me until I was older that then I realized how important seeing that as a kid was right and seeing that on tv where it wasn't just hercules but it was you know it was like mm -hmm. xena got her own show um and it and it and it 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 meant a lot to see that and it was like yeah think about how many tv shows and movies where the hero is is male mm -hmm. and um any female or other characters mm -hmm. um play just supporting roles yeah bruce willis um uh, what's his face arnold schwarzenegger all of them male all of them white harry potter as much as i love harry potter harry potter and where does hermione granger fall yeah. into she and, is a supporting role and it's so hard then to get a as it's so hard to get a cool halloween costume when you're a girl because all the cool halloween costumes are guys and then they don't fit you so you can't. <laughs> yeah, and what are the what are the female con um, costumes? Princesses or sexy. They're sexy. They're sexy things. Sexy nurses. Yeah. Um, sexy whatever. Mm -hmm. Sexy jokers. Mm -hmm. You know that type of thing. Um, but another point that I kind of was going to make, but then. Sorry. Uh, was just that seeing seeing that representation then also has um, the outcome of then kids and people being like oh well then i can be an astronomer too or mm -hmm. i can be a physics it's a physicist i can exactly. be a physicist i can be a physicist like it's not 
you know, it, you know, and you see that in those fields. And so that is just a further empowerment for kids and young people then to be like, it's okay then if I pursue this field because it's not limited to just like old white guys or whatever, you know? And so then it just helps to open up those doors and get people more involved in whatever profession um, that it is. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, okay. So I understand where, um, there really is no place in scientific papers for for LGBTQ astronomers and, and physicists, biologists, geneticists, all of these science disciplines to say, I'm LGBTQ. That may, I mean, it makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't have a place in a scientific no. paper because it's about, you know, that's irrelevant. To... No, but I do think that every, that all of us all of us in um, the LGBTQ community need to say, this is who I am. Um, because I will tell you, I, and I, I'm always surprised by this. Um, though, I, can, I can't wait for the day when, this, when these comments do not happen um, to me and or Liz. Um, for example... At Halloween last year, um, we we have we have a pride flag out in front of our house. It is constantly up. Um, it is to it serves two purposes. It is uh, the main purpose is to let people know um, that we see you, we accept you, and you have a place um, right here. Um, the second reason is to piss off our neighbors because. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't like it. I'm sure, um, but but mainly to let well, people. Well, know. we don't know. We don't know. We're, that's, we don't we're know. making an assumption based we're on the type it. of community we live in and the state that we live in. But <laughs> we're basing it on one neighbor. It is there is a there is an aspect of like ha rebelliousness <laughs> to it. Um, yeah, and we're very excited because our neighbor actually has a, a pride flag up as well, which was which is new. They, yeah, they put they it just up for pride month. Like, oh, okay. Um, this is the first year they put it up, and so I was very excited to see it. But back to Halloween story. Sorry. Back to Halloween story. So we love Halloween. We dress up. No, we dress up. Yeah, we dress up. We already have plans for this year. Wait, what? What are our plans? Well, I can't tell everybody. Okay. Anyway, continue. But it has to do with like Einstein and everybody. Is that what we're gonna do? I thought it was okay, okay. I don't know anyway. if we landed on that. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait. Then it's it's still in motion. <laughs> Plans are being made. Um, but anyway, so we were handing out candy, and from a distance last from year. a distance. Yes, it was a from a distance. Um, the candy was actually on a tray away from us, and we were just standing outside. And um, this kid comes up to us, and did we have the American flag up? I don't think we had the American flag. I think it was the regular pride flag. Okay, so um, we we do. No, have, it was the American. It was they, okay. They that's what it they was. They've never that's seen it was. before. They've never seen. One All right, before. so we have an American pride flag up. So um, it is an American flag, and with the stripes, it is the rainbow stripes. Um, but I think the stars in blue are still the yeah. same, right? And this kid comes up to us and asks us about the flag because he's. 
they said that they had never seen a flag like that, and they wanted to know where we got it. Um, and you know, I think I think we said you know we got it on Amazon, which is exactly where yeah, we got it. Yeah. But um, they said that they were trans. And um, I think we also had the bi flag up behind it. Yeah. So we 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 put an American American uh, pride flag up, and right behind it, it normally is uh, the bi flag, which is blue, um, pink, and purple. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they and they just told us they came out and told us that they were trans. And that um, they were by, and they appreciated the flag. But not only did the kid tell us that, the mom. The told mom us. did, and they go, they go around and they take pictures in front of every uh, pride flag that they see. Yeah, and so they took a picture of it, and um, so so that kid, and I've actually had um, a couple. I had, um, there were these two girls that came up. Oh, yeah. I went right. to go check the mail one day, and these two girls came up. They actually were walking past the house. They stopped, and one of them actually came up to me to tell them. No, I was backing out. I was backing out to go somewhere. And the girl came up to the car and said, I really like your flag. Um, and, it, and it felt just amazing. And there was one time um, a year or two ago where we had somebody write, in chalk on our um, on our driveway. driveway. Oh, that's right. That's love right. is love. 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 And so, I feel like I feel like people see our house and they and they and they feel accepted. Mm-hmm. And that's all I want. Pride Planetarians. Yes, and so um, and through us, through that flag, they see themselves. And they and they feel um, they they feel like they are accepted because I never had that. Yeah. There were there were no rainbow flags. There were no bi flags. There were no any other flags. There was the American flag, um, and there was the flag of South Carolina, and there was Confederate battle fucking flag. Um, seriously, in all seriousness, at the South Carolina State House, it was American flag. South Carolina state flag, Confederate battle flag, a flag that never flew over South Carolina. Um, uh, Ron had said, according to Maslow, safety is one of the most important human needs. Mm-hmm. Um, can a person feel safe in a place if they do not feel welcome? Can a person feel welcome if they do not feel accepted? Um, and that's actually, that's a really good point, Ron, because, I mean... Everybody wants to feel safe. Right. Um, and because if you don't feel safe, I mean, it's, it, you know, then you're filled with fear. You know, you're scared, you know, um, and you can't. And you even, can't if you, even if you're not, th- even if you don't physically feel threatened, you actually feel, you feel scared. You feel, yeah, you, you can, feel unease. You can't be yourself. You can't right. be, you know, um, you can't act a way you want to or, or would normally in an environment where you don't feel safe or, um, and I think that, that you do need to feel accepted to feel welcome. Right. And then to, they all do go together, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so that's why inclusivity and representation, those are just ways to show that, acceptance and that welcomeness and so that people can feel safe 
no matter where they are, you know? Um, yeah. It's like... Um, I, you know, I, I will tell you that the hardest thing in the world to say, um, if you really, if you truly care for the person that you're saying this to, mm-hmm. is I am whatever comes after that. Mm-hmm. That is the hardest thing to say um, because oh. I am gay. I am bisexual, I am trans, I am whatever the fuck you want to say. You do not know how your how the life how your life is gonna change the, the split second after you say uh-huh. that. Um and you know, and so you know I guess that leads into what can, what can you do as a person? And um and I and and I think that what you need to do is you need to put any prejudices that you, you are right, you need to look in the mirror. We all need to do this is not you out there in the world. This is all of us. I need to do this. We all need to do this. Look in the mirror and say, you know, what are my prejudices? And if, and if somebody comes up to to me and says, you know, I'm gay, I'm bi, whatever, you need to put aside whatever you have in your head. And just accept them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when, when a kid comes out to their parents, the only acceptable answer from the parents is, I love you. That's it. And that's all they need. And that's all they need is just to know that okay. there, there should not be a question. <clears throat> there should be no questions about how you live your life, you know, what you do, the this type of just any kind of shit. There, mm-hmm. There's the only thing that as a parent that you should say um, to your child is, I love you, I accept you. Mm-hmm. Let's go get ice cream. <laughs> um, Do you want to go get ice cream? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, well we can't, always. We can't, we can't today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> does anybody deliver ice cream to um, our house? Uh, um, Ron, Ron, in reference to our flag being up, says, nice work supporting our neighborhood. Uh, we are the LGBTQ Mr. Rogers. Yes, we are. <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh, my mom says she. Yeah, because you truly... Because, you know what? Let Alright, so... um, There are a lot of us... Um, that, you know, there are a lot of us where, you know, our parents love us no matter what. And, uh, they accept us no matter what. But there are a shit ton of people where, as soon as they say it, they are kicked out of the family. They're kicked out of the house. Imagine being 15 years old and you now have to leave the house because you happen to like people of the same sex and you have no control over that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's imagine. just. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> you know, I'm in fifth grade. And I realize I'm 10 years old. I realize there's a kid on my football team that, that I might like, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm smart enough to know at 10 years old for whatever reason that, oh, you don't, you don't tell anybody. You don't tell anybody that. Right. 
And oh, oh, it's happened. I don't even know what Leia is barking at. Okay, so. Oh, it. Um, All right, well, so. Ron, I'm glad that um, your students have an advocate and a supporter in you, um, and and that you can help them out. I think that is great. There's probably somebody just right outside. <laughs> Yeah, um, I still remember this today, and I was thinking about it when um, preparing for this uh, episode was that when I was a kid, I was probably six or seven years old. Um, so I wasn't um, I wasn't old at all, relatively speaking. No, you're, you're a child. <laughs> um, and you're I just no. I don't know how to describe this. For people that are listening to a podcast okay. instead of watching well, it, I did this with my hand. Okay, so which he, is bend, a, he bends his hand which down. Which is just a, you know, a, just a loose. Uh, yeah. Like, and you so, know, like a valley girl kind of like yeah, and, a hand motion. I just did it. And the family member I was with lost their fucking mind. Um, that is what um, gay people do. Um, you do not do that. You are a boy. You do not do that. This is feminine. You don't do that at all. And I was like, what the fuck? And that's probably what, <laughs> that's probably what saved my life when I was 10. But, you know, it was, um, yeah. Wow. I mean, what do you do with that when you're seven years old? When, you know, the only thing that you want to do is just kind of go out and play in the backyard. Yeah. You want a treehouse and you want to climb up in the treehouse and that's what you want. You're seven years old. Yeah, you don't know. Plus, you're in, you're in second grade mm-hmm. when you're seven years old. Second or third grade. Yeah, second, and, I was I was seven in second grade. Yeah. What What do you mean? That's a that's what girls do. What What do you mean? And you know everything everything when you're a kid, at least when I was growing up, um, was boys and girls. Boys do oh, this. Yeah, yeah. Boys yeah. get GI Joe. Yeah. Girls get yeah. um. Girls get Barbie. Uh, Barbie. And dolls. Um, and you know, Ken Ken is just like emasculated Barbie, but GI <laughs> Joe, man. Well, they can't make it an anatomical. Well, no, 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 no. But if you look at GI Joe. Oh yeah, he's a manly man. Ken he's is, a manly man. Ken is definitely gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um. um No, and it was like that for me growing up. Um, You know, it was definitely blue for boys, pink for girls. Which, ironically, on how to do it goes, pink was for boys. You know, and then, of course, I then was kind of, well, and I don't know if other people saw me this way, but I consider myself a a tomboy because I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I also love My Little Ponies and She-Ra and He-Man and Care Bears you know, but I love my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you know, but it was like, oh, oh, because it's a boy thing, you know. But I yeah. like, I like the boy things, you know. I'd rather wear jeans than a dress, or you know, and those were. All right, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm not pandering to uh, a pain. certain group of members of our audience Pamper. right now. You were beyond fortunate to have the parents you got. Oh. Um, so pandering to my mom. Yes, I am very... Well, no. Pandering to your mom and dad. I'm not pandering to either one of them. My dad's I... not listening. <laughs> but no. No, I, I am very fortunate for the family that I had growing up. 
thank you, Mom. Um, very, uh, even though my dad is a Republican. Uh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> if, if you had come out to your parents, let's say you had come out to your parents as, hey, Mom, I'm a lesbian. Hey, Mom and Dad, I'm a lesbian. Or, or whatever. Pick a flavor. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, your parents... They would have been the ones that the very first thing that they would have said to you uh, would have been, I love you. Yes. Um, you are fortunate to where your response is, I love you, and not a question of, do you wear a dress? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, oh, so, yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's just... It's just an amazing thing to have. Mm -hmm. The world needs needs more of that. Needs more Davisons. The world needs more <laughs> Davisons, minus all the injuries that at least the sisters have. Uh, um, you know, so I think that really and truly, the what you can do is just accept mm -hmm. people the way they are. And I want to say, and I want to say that it's. It's getting better that as a society, we're slowly, and, and maybe we kind of always are um, moving in a forward direction. I mean, definitely as a society, we have steps backwards. But I, I would say overall, in the grand scheme of our evolution as a species, um, that we are continually moving forward and things are getting, getting better. In fact, we were having a discussion uh, last night. Uh, we were, shit, what were we watching? Anyway, um, I feel like that, oh, it was, uh, was it the pronouns? Or? Yeah, pronouns, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. Anyway, um, I feel well, like. Well, we've discussed pronouns. Yeah. I feel like it is, it's getting better and that kids today are, are seeing that because they're seeing more representation and because they're hearing more representation and inclusivity and that pronouns are a thing that, that's out there, you know, that, that is not a, like if somebody at, says, oh, what's their pronoun or what, it's not a thing like, what do you mean pronoun? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> according to the English grammar rules, uh, you know, it's, it's getting away from, it, it is moving more in the direction of, you know, hi, you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, a, a he, they, or she, they, or a, they, or a she, or a him, her, or whatever. Yeah. You know, like it's becoming where kids these days are less. Oh, somebody was talking about them getting bullied growing up. Oh, she was talking about, she had two moms. She, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, that's what it was. She, it was uh, making somebody, it, making it. It was on the new season of Making It. We just watched the first episode, which is all doubt. And she grew up with two moms. And she was talking about how when she was, she was really little, it was fine. But then as she get, got to an age, you know, you get to an age and you start being bullied for bullshit. Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, and so she was bullied for having two moms. And so, she, um, I had, then we started talking about, hopefully it is there, there's less of that now today that having two moms or two dads, um, or whatever flavor of, of parents you may have, or whatever flavor you are, you know, is less 
of a stigma and less of something to be bullied about. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, yeah. but I'm I'm hoping yeah. I'm so far removed from the youth of today. I don't know what the fuck. I'm definitely in the camp of like, what are these kids listening to these days? What is this shit? But get off my lawn. <laughs> get off my lawn, you damn kids. Uh, but I'm I'm hopeful that it is better yes. than it was and that it is continually moving in that direction mm-hmm. um yeah i'm gonna borrow a phrase from um a great youtube series um if anybody is um if anybody that is a teenager a preteen um that is watching this or listening to this that is questioning who you are um just know it gets better Mm-hmm. And it really does fucking get better. Just get through the bullshit that is high school. Get through the bullshit that society is telling you. You are going to turn 18 years old one day and you are going to find that the world is an amazing fucking place. Um, and that you can be whoever the goddamn hell you want to be you you can be that person um it does get better and i can tell you that we are so much further along than we were in the 1980s and we were so we're so much further along than we were in 1969 when on stonewall occurred we're so much further along than we were in the 1950s when people would be fired or chemically castrated just for being who they are. Um, and so just know it gets better. Mm-hmm. And society is going to, society is always going to progress. And um, one day we will not need to have a podcast that's dedicated to LGBTQ astronomers and physicists and scientists and, you know, where we have to, you know, open up about who we are and shed a tear or two and talk about how great parents are just for accepting and loving their, their kids. And I think with that, yeah, we call it an episode. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. Um, and um, just remember, accept everybody for who they are that you, that you come in, in contact with. Because, I'm going to be honest, you might save a life. Um, and join us in... I, You know what? I don't know if it's in two weeks or three weeks. We haven't quite decided. <laughs> It'll either be in two weeks or three weeks. And the topic, we'll figure it out. Um, and so, um, you have anything that you want to um, add to this? Uh for those of you that are watching us right now, stick around for the hangover. Uh, we'll talk about more stuff like this. Um, uh, uh, yeah, so so hang hang over with us. Uh, but I think you covered it beautifully. Um, I just want to uh, tell you um, I love you and I accept you. And we'll see you next time on uh, Cosmos with Cosmos. Thanks for listening. And happy Pride Month, everyone.